Soundbites Radio is your source for candid discussion aimed to create a world that's inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, peace, joy, harmony, and abundance now. Content ranges from social justice to racial equity, religion, arts, culture, and more. International Radio and Black Conscious is the claim. One world is, One the, world is the aim. Bring you the conversations pertinent to our diasporic landscape to set us in motion for a greater, better future. 
for our peoples and thems and thems and thems. So, yes, yes. So we hope you're doing well, family. I'm Asir Nefara, and this is Nefara Yes, yes. So we appreciate you coming in, join the conversation, share the share the video. Um, you know, we, we know a lot has been going on these days, and um, we want to just kind of be with the family around everything that's been going on and, and, and look at the revolution and how we get to move forward from it um, and, and, really, and really get to bounce in, you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, share the, share the video, share the broadcast, and, and let's talk, family. So, um, now, for Swing, what's on your mind around what we were talking about today? Oh, we want to give shout-outs to... Um, oh. Go you want to do it? No, yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You can rock out. Go ahead. Do you. Listen, do family. your energy. <laughs> we just got to give love to our brother, Larry Ham. Shout out, Larry Ham. From the People's for Progress. P.O.P. Pop out here in Newark. Popping it up. Pop out here in Newark. People's Organization for Progress. Peace uh, brother Larry Ham has been Peace on Peace and blessings, Sister Jay. Thank you for thanks. joining us. Our brother has been on the ground with the organization, uh, his, his family, his group, his community and his other organizers and revolutionaries in his space shouts out to them because they have been in the grind pushing legislation fighting for the family in a very authentic way and having conversations and bringing our needs and conversations to the table which is so uh is so necessary uh he also is our elder so you know we give honor to him for his long endurance because let me tell you when these folks our people not here for conversation at times when nobody else is having it. Mm-hmm. So it's very difficult sometimes to maintain a conversation when you happen to be the lone voice in the woods. Trust me, I know it very well. Absolutely. So we want to source him all the power and intention and give him the strength and cover him and his community and his friends and his, his other revolutionaries with the pop organization and all the freedom fighters that are on deck all the time. He talked today about 200 Mondays. Today was Justice Monday. Hey. Just as Monday, it goes down in Newark. Trust me. It's a thing. 200 Mondays on the ground in constant contact and keeping their ears to the streets on grassroots movements and 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 bringing in the family. So it's Absolutely. just so important. You know, I wanted to kind of talk a, a little bit about the revolutionary. Mm. Who is the revolutionary? Who is it? What, what it does a like? revolutionary look like? Somebody talk to me. What does that smell like? Come on, African. What so you got to say about that? We, what is a revolutionary? Is we issue, we issue that question to you. Please tell us in the comments. We want to hear your thoughts, and we want to share them as well. So let us know. What does a revolutionary look and mean and smell like to you? What is, what is a revolutionary? What's good? What's, what's well, the, what know, is a revolutionary? Absolutely. Who is out here making the change? Who is the revolutionary? I absolutely. need to know. I want to know what that narrative means. What does it look like to you? What does it mean to you? Who are the people who effect change? Who are mm-hmm. the people on the ground protesting and, and, mm-hmm. and pushing forward our narratives? Who are these people? Right, absolutely. So what do you have to say for that, family? Yeah, check in. Check in. Check in on the check-in. Check in on the check-in. You know, this is safe space. You're your trusted source for authentic and, and constantly continued African-centered consciousness absolutely. about things that matter to you. Absolutely. In a very specific kind of nuanced way. They, you know, things don't just pass by us and we just go along to get along. We look very intricately at the conversation that we put forward as our first step, African-centered thought. So what is the, who is African? Who is the revolutionary? What, is the, what does the revolutionary look like? Are you asking me? 
Yeah. Okay. I've been there. Oh, okay. I, don't, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm putting it out there to whoever wants right, to say, right. hey, Brother um, Joseph, we see you out there. Peace and blessings, family. Thank you so much for coming in, Sister Jay. Appreciate you. I mean, to me, and no matter what we say, please share what your, what your thoughts are regardless. Yes. We appreciate your thoughts. Um, I mean, for me in this time, you know, we've had, heard people recently talk about, mm-hmm. like, revolutionary. What does that look like? You've heard, like, Killer Mike and, like, all these mm-hmm. people talk about what revolution. Are you ready for a revolution and what that looks like or what have you? And also, um, you know, given certain actions, it, it tends to get convoluted and even diluted as far as what revolution looks like. Um, and I think with, when it comes to when you think when I think about a revolutionary, um, I think about someone that's that's redefining the, the landscape of, of, of where they are and on a very basic level. You're redefining the landscape, being being the the the, the protagonist and initiator of a, of change within the landscape that you're currently in. Mm-hmm. You don't like what you're seeing, um, then it's up to you. You feel it's up to you to be the one to be the, the catalyst for that that difference um, and transform the spaces that you're in uh, in a drastic way. Right, so that means if you're looking at like you're talking about revolution on the ground here, given you know this 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 current new era of civil rights movement or what have you, um, we're talking about how, what are you seeing in the news, what are you seeing in your community, and how how are you saying how are you choosing to be with it to say enough is enough, this needs to change. What can I be? Who do I get to be, and what can I do to be a contributor to that change? Right, um, and what steps can I make? Who can I connect with to build to build on that? Who can mm-hmm. I connect with? Who can I who can I um, uh, lead to follow to lead right and um and and, and build uh, an organization and a collective and a community of people that's willing to put forth the energy to make the complete change necessary that can be seen for futures to come. Whether whether it's that you you've done enough actions to make a policy change, you've done enough actions to make some law change, some some lawmakers, some people change in, within the system. Um, whether you you've put enough change in the space for the people around you to be different than they were um, in the community, you know, like you know, what what does that look like to to have people be different with their human condition? Um, I think it's very important for us. We look at people like Malcolm X, who was a complete change agent. Um, and how uh, the you know black people within America got to see their struggle, right, and got to and got to take a look um, inside and out of how they were being with the human condition in the face of white supremacy and racism and Jim Crow laws and all this type of stuff, like you know uh, during the Civil Rights era, Martin Luther King, you know the Black Panthers, you know you know uh, Huey P. Newton, you know and, and uh, Fred Hampton and and, and Bobby Seale and uh, you know. All, uh, and, Bobby Hutton, like all those people that were dealing with the struggles of the time, Asada Shakur, like, you know, and, and being in those spaces to be like, I don't like this, this needs to change, I'm the one that's going to change mm-hmm. it. To me, that's a revolutionary. Um, when, you, when you're choosing to take those steps by any means to transform your landscape. And that's, that's where I've been with it for a long time. Um, and the commitment, right? It's not flip-floppy. It's not wishy-washy. It's really a commitment to being whatever that change is every single day until the change happens, right? Being committed to that transformation of, of the space. Um, and in that, I think that, that for me, that is an opportunity to provide reflection for people like where have, you know, where have I been in, in, in this whole instance? Have I been, you know, have I shared memes? Have I, you know, have I just spoken to my friends about it? Have I spoken to my family? Have I even spoken to myself about how I'm dealing with this situation? Have I looked inward to see like how I'm dealing with this, right? Um, have I looked into local organizations? 
um, who's my elected officials, who's my, who's my community organizers, or how can I step up to be a community organizer, and what steps do I need to take? All these things should come into play, in my opinion, when you want to think about uh, revolutionizing the system and the social landscape from, from the ground up, right? Um, and that, that's, that's the space where I, where I am with it. I don't know if you want to jump in with your thoughts around what that looks like for you, um, but that's like a little bit of my thoughts. I don't want to run on, but. No, I mean, there's a long landscape of work that we've mm -hmm. consistently, some of us have done. Mm -hmm. And many of us get to take, uh, they get to get their seat as a result of the fact that there's been people on the ground doing the work. Mm -hmm. Today, there's an opportunity for every single hand, all hands on deck, to be on deck. Mm -hmm. Now, I know a lot of folks have insecurities about their narrative, about their intelligence, about how much they know, and... You know, because that's, that's how we behave in our community. You know, we, we like to discount each other sometimes. And these are also symptoms of the curse of Willie Lynch and how we mistreat maybe, and we don't necessarily support uh, all of us, right? But you don't have to worry about those people because this work will weed them out. Mm -hmm. I promise you, I'm here to tell you right. that I've been doing this before it was trendy. They all fall off the wayside. So if your heart is in it and you commit it to it, you'll be here and you have staying power. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, one thing that Brother Larry, Brother Larry Ham talked about today was he talked about the evolution of the revolutionary. Because there isn't a specific one document that says do A, B, C, and D. This is the course of action that you take in terms of revolution because it wasn't necessary to have to fight for our lives in the way that we are fighting for our lives today. So while we have the passion and the fire and we're here and we're, we're in the space and we're trying to make it happen, the reality is sometimes we have to evolve in action. Sometimes we have to evolve in action, which is why when I say to you, to the African, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Because sometimes you catch our revolutionary and they may be in an evolutionary, they may be themselves evolving. So their narratives will slightly adjust. And unfortunately, that's because we don't have enough of our people with the voices actually putting the information that is authentic. And then we have the folks coming behind us that are not doing the research and they're allowing passion and feelings to drive their actions, which is not good. Because when you do market research, you're supposed to look at the landscape. Now this is just basic business, you know me formally trained in the business, right? Um, you do the research, you look out at the landscape, and you see what is the market asking for. What is the market requesting at this time? So when you do that, you get to take in some information. And then what you do is you go back and you look at that case study. A case study is previous experiences, and you get the forecast based on your best possible guesstimation. It's still a guesstimate. But there are certain things in our life experience, like the African keep bumping his head on the same spot over and over again, that we know is no longer a guesstimate. Some of this stuff we already know gonna happen because we've seen it happen too many times. So the evolutionary is in the process of the learning. So the goal here is the revolutionary is every single one of us. Mm -hmm. I'm in a space right now where I have very specially honored the ancestors. 
um, they've been with me because they had actually been my only, you know, lean in. That was all that was there by way of their energy, by way of their guidance, by way of their, what they left behind in terms of their work. And because I'm reading between the lines and I'm seeing a nuance of what's not being said, and I'm also understanding the compassionate, very inter interconnected way of Saobona I see into you Africans, I'm seeing that their journey. And I also know the torture that's happening in the earth social landscape that white center consciousness causes African people to suppress, even within themselves. Mm -hmm. Even within themselves. Because we have to maintain this concept of white innocence. That's built into the matrix. So this is part of the reason why Africans are so ambivalent about confronting white supremacy, about confronting systemic racism in the face. Mm -hmm. We are very ambivalent about that because woven into, if you don't understand white supremacy, what it is and how it works, everything else you think you know will only confuse you. So this is why it's kind of, and then, you know, white centered conscious has certain words like combative, right? Like, you know, aggressive, hostile, right? You know, agitated, all of these things, you know, and while James Baldwin says to be black in America is to be constantly enraged, that may be part of the conversation. But all of these things are being shown up from white center consciousness. This conversation we have right now is not about white people. White people are on the planet with us. Okay, this is the Earth's family. This is about healing the African so that the African's mind and spirit is healthy and can stand in the Earth's space and make valid contributions, whether they are allowed to or not. And if we don't, and if we're not welcome, we can check out. Deuces, we out. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, here you go. We leaving. We gonna, we gonna do just right here. But for the African, we gonna keep it tight. And we gonna step. See, that's what this conversation is about. All hands on deck, at work, laying our brick, evolving in action. And that's everything. Every professional, every educated level, everybody, all the, the homeless folks were on the streets today with their fists up out here in Newark. The, the store owners, I'm pointing them out. I'm like, you, right? Black Lives Matter, right? No justice, no peace. You, store owner, you, glasses man, you, electronic store owner out here in the street taking video. Where your fists at? You standing with us? You've been taking our money. Standing with us, and they were standing with us. They couldn't come away from their stores, but they were throwing them fences, and I was calling them. You, where we at? Hey, sis, where you at? Brother, where you at? You don't got to stand there. The revolutionary is you. You are the revolutionary. You do the work. Brother Larry Hamm talked about that critical mass that I always talk about. You need X amount of people in order to make a movement in order to get change, in order to have the space, which is why they flood you with Beyonce, they flood you with all these things in the space because repetition is the mother of all learning. Oh, shit. So we need the people. We need the people to be in the space. We need people on the ground being busy, contributing, not adding confusion. And understand this, know what you don't know so that you can ask for support and for those that do know give up the information and stop being withholding stop sitting on it there is no win for you if there's no win for us 
so you don't have to hoard the information. This is the, this is, this is the narrative that I'm hearing. This is why people come to me the way that they come to me to get the information because I am a resource. Because I give it away. Because there's no win for me if there's no win for us. We all have children out here in this landscape. We have family members that we love in this landscape. In Africa, all children are our children. Our children are around the country and around the world not healthy. Statistically. Mentally, emotionally, they're not healthy. Some of them are all right. Quite a few of them is doing all right. But a statistic now. Those are our kids. Those are our youth. They left. I came into the world. They didn't leave me. Nothing. They didn't set me up. They didn't set me up. Good thing I had good sense. God gave a goat to get out there and do my own research, and do my own reading, and connect. I did those things. Right, family? And we don't want to leave our people starting from scratch, scrambling around, looking for a light switch. That's not okay. And it's not fair. Especially when there are some of us out here who have done the work. We should share. So what do you have to say, African? Who is the revolutionary? Comments. Add value. Share. I, I know another thing. Please share the link. Thank you so much, you guys, for sharing the link out there. For contributing. We appreciate that. Absolutely. We appreciate that always for the involvement and the connection and building it out. We appreciate that. So share the link. Join the conversation. Leave your comments. Who is the revolutionary? Who is the revolutionary? What do we got going on? We checking in, family. Checking, checking in, in with, with this family. Checking in, checking in. Bringing you value, adding value, bringing you good quality, and also adding authentic value to the conversation in terms of what is African. That's what we hold in our space. We're holding African. We're holding the vibration of African, and the vibration of African is the experience that others are having from you. You are the revolutionary. Folks stand in my space when something go happen or whatever's going on, they want to be where I'm at because they know I'm out here doing the knowledge. I'm calculating. I'm counting. They checking in and, you know, in the inbox. You know, we got a lot of closet revolutionaries. I'm going to keep them quiet because it's what they do. It's okay. It's not about airing anybody out in this respect because I know what we're dealing with as a community. Mm -hmm. But the goal here is we need people on the ground. We need people bold enough to stand up. See, this, this right here didn't happen because people were quiet. This happened because people got out there and they tore some shit up. And they ain't go to sleep. And this is the ironic thing about it, because family, I wonder if this would have been the same turnout if it wasn't COVID. See, the fact that this was COVID prevent, presented an opportunity for a lot of people to be available, to be involved. Now, if things slightly go back to normal and there aren't as many people on deck, we definitely gonna need people to make a commitment. Because there are people on the ground working. And when they're working, there are other people who are receiving the benefits of their work. And that's not African. In my art, that's balance. If you take, you should give. And you know, and your spirit and your intuition knows better. Don't, don't Stop suppressing it. I'm telling you, you're calculated. Everything is calculated based on nature. Based on nature. If you take, you give. And when you don't give, you feel some kind of way. So address it. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to do it now? So we got the African in business coming up, and we're going to have our sister coming in. Her business is Ginger Beer, so she'll be with Ginger us on Bia. Wednesday. Ginger Beer, guys. Be with us on Wednesday. <laughs> so you can connect with us and talk with her. She's a business owner. Beverage available for uh, for your orders. We want to highlight, and you know, you may not, you may or may not see our businesses, but we are here in the community. We're supporting these businesses, these small businesses. The most growing business of today is a small business, and particularly a minority woman. Aside from that, also a black woman, an African woman, right? Um, so you guys check in with us on Wednesday if you want to participate. We want to support you. We're not looking on magazines and Manhattan billboards and on the highways, etc., etc. We're going to highlight our own people and our own business because we have successful heroes and entrepreneurs right here among us in our community who are out here on the front line, on the ground, doing the doing. And also, it's important for us to be African in everything that we do. So African in business also matters. And what that means is that the center of our business practices are African-centered. We don't mistreat each other. We don't take things from each other. We don't use each other's skills. We don't take knowledge and things without giving each other credit. We don't mistreat each other. We work, with an, we work in integrity. We provide excellent customer service to each other. We be well to each other. We wish each other well. We give each other value in what we are providing uh, as a service or as a uh, product to our community is healthy. It's going to be supportive of your mind, body, soul, etc. It's not going to be anything that's going to do you any harm. So this is why this is important, why we have this African in Business series. Because there is, and there should very specifically be something different about the way the African does everything that the African does. We have unfortunately been acculturated and indoctrinated to a foreign way of being that is poured into our ways of being and our behaviors and our psyche in ways that are not supportive of African-centered consciousness. Okay. And it's not com supportive of the way that we need to communicate and build village within our community. So join us on Wednesdays for African and business series. We'll be highlighting ginger beer and the owner. She'll be with us. It's going to be a very uh, powerful experience. And you guys also always, it's about learning something and she'll be sharing information with you. So we'll see you nine o'clock on Wednesday with ginger beer. Absolutely. So, yes, we and we're definitely looking forward to, to being with the sister and talking about that and, and, and expanding on this particular series because of the, how imperative it is that, you know, for us to build with each other as a collective. Um, the economics is definitely important, you know, as a collective that we, that we, you know, discuss like ways we can be better and actually be contributing to the revolution of what's taking place because we have a lot going on. Um, within our society, I know Brother Brother Joseph mentioned when to hear what we had to say about what's what's been taking place, um, and you know one of one of the many things that people discuss as ways we can you know contribute and change the landscape is our economics, um, is in how we get to do business with each other and, and, and buy black um, and you know shop with one another and let the money pool 
within our systems. You know, we we've had a lot of we've we've had a lot of um one second. One second, family. So we're de we're dealing with a little bit of the technical difficulties. So you bear bear with us. You know how we you know how it goes in this technical world. We're so working in some more value for you. Some more value. Some trying more, out a new uh, software as well, so, so, so we can work out some things. Absolutely. So bear with us. So we're with, working on the visual. We're bringing the visual back in right now. Right now. So we understand, Bob. But please, um, even so, in that keep keep following us. We're available on Instagram. Soundbites International Radio. You can follow us there as well. We constantly, constantly, constantly sharing tools Value, and information yes. and feedback on what's going on in the world landscape daily, um, and sometimes hours and hours throughout the day. So you know, and being on the ground, you know, we were out <clears throat> protesting today, um, and talking about that is is how it's been such a powerful tool in changing the narrative around what's been going on. You know, with you know, given that it's crazy to think that it took. You know, two weeks to you know get George Floyd's you know killers all rounded up um, and in custody. Uh, and you think about there was a, a man. You know, no disrespect to anybody else getting you know beaten or suffering police brutality. But there was an older white man who was seventy-five year old man who was pushed, and his cops were the the cops that pushed him and brutalized him were arrested immediately. Like what, twenty four hours? I think it was. Mm -hmm. You know, meanwhile, Ahmaud Arbery was his his case was out there for two months. We got Breonna Taylor; her case has been out here for two and a half months, and they're, just, and they're reopening the case. So you know, so what is that about? What is that that we can look into, like with the system, and the, and the protests themselves have highlighted the severity of the, the issue. That there's a severe systemic issue that's going on in America that needs to be addressed, um, and it's important to look at you know the depths of how it's affected everyone globally. You know what I mean? Like you, you got, you got the Amish coming out. We got witches coming out. We got Italy and Berlin and like all these, you know, uh, different countries across the globe that have really seen the landscape of racism in America, um, mm -hmm. and and it needs to change. Bear with me one moment. So. One yes. moment, family. Bear right. with us. Thank you. We, we thank you for joining in with us. Be bear with us. One moment. We're still broadcasting live, so one moment. Okay. One second. Please, if you have any comments, please share them in the comments. Uh, let us know. We still have the question out there. What is a revolutionary to you? What, what does that look like? Uh, so please be in tune with that conversation. Uh, let us know what's up. Let us know what your thoughts in the comment section. Um, and we'll be with you. Just bear with us for a moment, okay? We in here. <laughs> we back, people. Uh, so, yeah, thank you for joining us. We're back in here, hopefully running in time and in sequence with you and the peoples. Um, so yeah, we were so um, remember you can join us. Uh, follow us on sound on um, Instagram uh, at Soundbites National Radio. So 
we're out here. Black Conscious is the claim of Lord. So we thank y'all for joining us um, through the tech difficulties. And um, also, if you do find value in what we do, um, you would please feel free to um, you know, donate to the support of uh, you know, black-owned independent radio. We're doing this all on our own, so um, and we, we try to provide as much value as possible. So if you feel if you feel compelled, um, please feel free to uh, donate to Black Independent Radio here um, at uh, Dollar Sign Keys to Soar. Um, so we are back, and um, we were talking about revolution. What does the revolutionary look like? Um, and how can we create revolution in our communities um, in light of everything that's been taking place um, on the ground, in our world? Right. Um, and just, you know, I'm going to turn it down a little bit. Okay. Right? I'm sure that's like all in your faces. Um, all in the ears. <laughs> but, faces. But, yeah, so, so yeah, you, so you, you, were, you, were, you, were left, you left off and you were discussing. What, was, what did I leave off? You were last. I was last. You're right. Um, yeah, yeah, right. We were talking about, um, you know, looking at the landscape of what's happening and, and kind of this new era of revolution, um, this new era of um, civil rights. People call it new, the new era of civil rights and neo-civil rights and, and you know, whatever extra um, symbolism you want to call it. Um, it is an interesting time given that it's, revol- it's uh, you know, protests um, and rebellion uh, and, you know, things are being torn down and... and in different countries or what have you, different you know, uh, towns within the U.S. or what have you, um, and there's a lot of you know high emotion the past few weeks. Um, given that you know, look how how long it's taken to even find justice for George Floyd. We finally had all of his um, uh, his killers, the killer cops, which is mm-hmm. who they were, um, in custody. Uh, the main one being Derek Chauvin, who is now mm-hmm. his his sentence um, charge was bumped up to second degree. Um, let's keep that mm-hmm. moving. Mm-hmm. Let's keep that moving up. That momentum. Uh, let's keep that moving up, <laughs> right? Uh, in the degree and the level of, of of impact on the situation. So, um, and, you know, and and that's a testament of what's happened. What you know, the emotions running high with the with the protests. So the last thing any government, any body, any powerful body wants to see is uh, a people united. Um, especially right. a diverse group of people united, right? Um, you right. know, give it, looking at how the globe has kind of come together around this thing and really saying um, on a unified, yo, this isn't right. <laughs> you know, like, to no, no frills around, like, this is, this is unjust, this is disgusting, um, it's a gross miscarry of, of any form of justice for any human being, um, and, and just looking at how, you know, in, in the face of protests against this police brutality, it's been a, a rampant situation in America since you can remember, right? Um, we were looking back at the nature of the officer. We were talking to the brother Larry Ham earlier about that, mm-hmm. the nature of the officer, um, and, 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 you know, what purpose they served back in the slavery days, right? The overseer, the, the slave catcher, the, you know, the person that was keeping an eye on what was going on and keeping things in line with the slave. And, like, you know, I just as slavery itself has changed form um, from chattel slavery right. to the, you know, the prison industrial complex um, to, Same you know, to, to, to mental Same subordinate slavery and, like, you know, depending on, you know, the whole idea of, like, you know, the, the nine to five, what have you. We're not, there's not a, you know, thing about nine to five, but, like, also looking at the educational system of how um, it creates this, almost this monotonous way of being 
to be just subordinate enough to the system to be good enough to be an employee. And very few come in in the way of they want to do more than that. Um, but be clear, nothing wrong with that, being an employee or working somewhere, but be clear of the, the constructs that created that space for everyone was falling in line with this one set of thinking, um, this one mind frame, no matter who you are, what your background is, you have to come to terms with, with, with that, right? And that's it. And that's how you keep a people lay, leveled in whether or not they're going to critically think strongly enough around, I need to do something about this situation in this system. This is not cool. This is not right. You know, this is not in the quote-unquote American dream, right? So the system has changed over time um, in how that looks. And with that comes the law enforcement aspect as well. Just like you, 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 you being told what to abide by in the law, and here's the people that's going to enforce it. It hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. the, the idea of the peace officer is like keeping peace for who? That was game. It's all game. That was game. You know what I mean? And and so and and now it's like the it's staring it's staring America in the face. You know the nature of how the police have been have have been pedestaled in power as an <laughs> right as an institution. Um, and as many would say, like the biggest gang in the country, you know what I mean? Um, because you see it happening all across the country in different mm -hmm. states, different parts of certain states where maybe the police are nice in one part and the police are not so nice in another part, you know, but the, the injustices still exist and the power dynamics still exist to where we have these police, whether they're in Texas, whether they're in LA, whether they're in, in, in Brooklyn, mm -hmm. whether they're in Boston, whether they're in Minneapolis, whether they're in Atlanta, they all, they're all is a, is a common theme in how they treat the people, especially black and brown people. Um, and we all, we understand that, you know, the more and more uh, cops who are of uh, black and brown color um, or African descendants are speaking out, right? There's a shift that's taking place within the power structure. It's disrupting and rattling the structure, rattling the space, and they're starting to see that. So now it's coming unhinged. And you have these cops meeting protests, peaceful protests of police brutality with police brutality. Mm. How does that work in any right mind, right? To meet protests of police brutality with more police brutality. And just like hitting people just for no reason. There was another instance in Brooklyn, and, and, and it, was, it was, you know, as you know, born and raised Brooklynites and like, you know, it's, you, you see a lot in the hood, you see a lot in the streets, but just to see what was taking place with NYPD, mm -hmm. you know, and... There's just a reality of coming connected. <laughs> like, the scene was... Come in. <laughs> so, I got studio got intruders. Move, we got moving, we got moving, movement going on in the <laughs> studio area. But, you know, so, I'm sorry, you were saying, go ahead. Yeah. Well, you know, the concept of policing, you know, it's just the way that things are fashioned and presented to us. At the end of the day, policing was really a group of men who were also uh, either employees, employees or sons of slave owners. Um, employees of slave owners or themselves slave owners patrolling to protect their interests, which was their profits. Like call, a, straight, call a, a spade a spade. So they wanted to protect their profits and they had a group of people who went out to ensure that nobody's slaves got loose because they figured out that those people could think for themselves and they didn't really want to be there. So if we're going to keep them and we're going to force them against their will and our right conscious minds to force these people to stay here, 
we're going to need a means to be able to ensure that they stay. Keep control. So that's what the police evolved from. Mm-hmm. Okay, it evolved from a patrolling, slave patrols, and this is not a conspiracy theory, because, you know, I'm just so happy to see all these things coming to fruition now. Mm-hmm. It's not bringing me joy, but it is right. bringing me a sense of mm, confirmation, kind of, sort of. Yeah, I say that, yeah. Because I, <laughs> there, really, I don't know there's much of a positive within it's that. It's not really positive, <laughs> right. but because I'm not happy that these things are true, but I'm happy that people are... Are discovering that right. these things are true, right? And part of them, I've been talking to a lot of folks for a lot of years, trying to get <clears throat> the family involved and in being on the front line and being in contribution right. to some of these things all these years. Um, so it's good that right now I said to the sister earlier today, I said this is the time. Mm. It's happening now, and it's important that we understand how to support ourselves and get our, what we need for our family, right? There is two things I try to tell this African. You need maintenance so that you can release the pressure. African people are consistently in a pressure cooker. We are consistently under stress. So a lot of times we make decisions that are not in our best interest because we are making them from an emotional center, not from a strategic base. So we get to release the pressure and then we get to sit back and contemplate what we need in a way that's going to be beneficial for us in the long term. Because there are a lot of narratives that I hear about what can happen now, even what can happen in the next 15, 20, 25, even 50 years. But I'm looking at 100, 200, 300 years from now. I'm looking at the next 400-year rotation from 1619 to, ni- to 2019. What is it going to look like in, you know, 2119? That's what I'm considering. Because time is time. Mm-hmm. We got here because of time back there. We got here because in Europe, things were happening in Europe in the 13, 1200s, 1100s that caused them to need solutions to their problems. And in their discovery of solutions to their problems, people were traveling around the world and they came in contact with us and they found weakness in African people, certain tribes, and they decided that they were going to be able to use these people as a tool, as a mechanism to do something for themselves. That's how we got here. That was a lot of planning, a lot of coordination, a lot of people looking and conceiving and contriving and getting dressed and going for meetings and sitting at round tables and eating and having connection and conversation and, and building alliances. And all these things were happening. 1100, 1200, 1300, 1400. During those times, there were also different types of plagues. There were different types of sicknesses. There were, uh, uh, people were talking about the average age of, uh, you know, adult age, how long they would live. The lifespan was a lot shorter then than now for certain places in Europe. So I'm looking at the social context of 2019, mm. 23, 19, 25, 19. Generations from now, what will we have left our children? 
I'm not really all that great and concerned about, you know, it's cute. We can get some jobs and we can do those things like that. But if we had a more cohesive network, we wouldn't even have to go and deal with these folks and beg them for no jobs. We wouldn't even have to allow our people to be oppressed and suppressed and emotionally torn and hollowed out. Because I'm looking at an African that's literally dug out. You just dug out this African, took everything that was in there out, and poured in some more junk. That's what I'm looking at. And a lot of our people. And then a lot of us are trying because our brains are there, our subconsciouses are there, and they are warring with our minds trying to figure out what is this junk and what is happening over here. And some of us have to oppress ourselves to such a great degree that we, we, we are incapable of even seeing our own reflection. And our own reflection is in each other. There wilds up a severe disdain because we don't recognize each other. Mm. This is white supremacy. Mm -hmm. That is what robbed the African. Looted. Right. That right there, that's the piece. All of the other things, those are stuff that can be adjusted. But I'm talking about the hollowed out African. I'm talking about what is in that African that causes that African, that, that motivates that African, that has that African see the world the way that they see the world, the way that they engage each other, the way that they engage each other. It's even deeper. Why we can't get along? There's a lot more at play than just that. Mm. And I need you to understand that if you don't understand white supremacy, what it is and how it works, right. everything else you think you know will only confuse you. And African people are not having a resolute conversation about their greatest good. I'm not concerned with politically correct. I'm concerned with what is going to be happening 2319. What condition are we going to leave our children, children's children, children's children in 2319? 2320. 2320. That's what I'm concerned with. I'm concerned with creating a forward trajectory that impacts from this moment right here, because this moment is a pivotal moment. This is the moment that is exactly like 1865. This is another one of those pivotal moments. Yeah. That we can cause the needle to jump off the record. Right here. Right here. This is the moment. Right here. This is it. Right here. So it's important that we are clear on what our asks are. Right? I'm, I don't want to be black. I'm not accepting that. I'm not accepting the piecemeal. I'm not accepting the poo-poo $2 things. I'm not accepting any of that. Because one thing that Larry Ham said today, which echoing into the space, is that the police violence is the remnant of a system of white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Police officers behave out of designated authority. Someone gave them the authority to behave this way. And police officers are not at the round table. They are only a mechanism. So the issue is the mechanism. And I'm also of mind, I don't even really see that it's necessary to exert the power to fight that circumstance. I have a consciousness that America produces pretty much nothing. There's nothing really here. 
Right. Europe really produces nothing either. It got a few things, a little something, something here and there. This is why the sun people can look into their core if they can find it and know that the continent on this planet that is entirely self-sufficient and self-reliant must be where the mech, where the organism grew from. It only makes sense. Because everything you could possibly need for those who read the Bible says the Garden of Eden had everything you could possibly need in it already. You did not have to leave home. I don't need nobody to confirm that for me. I'm good. Thanks. I'm good. Thanks. Yeah, we traveled the world, maybe. Yes, we did. But at the end of the day, we already were self-sufficient and self-reliant. We did not need to go anywhere. We were already home with all of our needs met. Yeah, that was our breaking belonging. So that's where we at right now. We are at a breaking belonging. So 1865 was our being here on American soil where there was a shift in the social landscape. Right now is the moment to create a shift in this American social landscape that will impact the next 400 years. Mm -hmm. History has come around. And it's crazy to think that, you know, all this is happening um, on the cusp of 400 years, you know, mm -hmm. on the cusp of the year of return, on the cusp of 400 years of being in this land. Like, to, to jump in the, the, the symbolism of jumping from that, that, that era of 400 years complete, jumping into a new era, a new decade, a vision of 2020, clarity, and all these other symbolic things, and how much has taken place just within the first half of the month. Um, and it, it begs to look at the certain, like, the certain vision of, like, the storm before the calm, right? Like, how much of this, uh, or, or, well, April showers bring May flowers, right? It's all that stuff sounds cute, but it really is, like, looking at this, there's a huge shift, and with a change, with funkiness, with, like, being in the grit and the muck and the mire of what's taking place, comes an opportunity for things to be different. Um, and, and, and now is now is as great a time as ever to be with that, to be connected to this experience, uh, especially as an African on this soil, and really make some decisions and some choices to, to the next step of our being in our community, right? What are we, what are we looking to hold on to, right? What, keep, what keeps us, how do we really get to move forward by holding on what's, what's held us back? Right. Sometimes they say you just gotta let it go. You just gotta let it go. All the tension in your hand and what you hold it. Just let it go. You get that tension, you let it go. The tension is freed. And not only that, but now your hand is open to receive something new. Aha! Receiving. Not See? only that, you're receiving something new. You receive. You're holding on for so tightly for so long, creating this tension, this pain, and this struggle where nothing's changing, nothing's happening, nothing new is coming up, nothing is but the same thing. Over and over again, the moment you let go, something else can fall right in your hand. Right in your hand. Give thanks, Africa. And create a new possibility for your life. And, and, and until we're willing to do that, until we're willing to make that step and let it go, um, we're going to keep getting more of the same out of our human landscape, African. And that's not what we're here for. And I'm not just, here at Soundbites. Mm -hmm. That's not what we're here for. We're here for to have these conversations. We're here to get funky with you. We're here to, to commit it to your... We're here to get committed to your memory, right, and have these conversations over and over again, and like really talk about it, right? Because if you're not, if you haven't been talking about it, it's time to talk about it. <clears throat> and the only way to get through it is to actually address that it exists. Once you address it, now you know it exists, and once you know it, you can't unknow, right? And when you know, what are you going to do about what you know? Because what do they say? When you know better, you do better. There's a lot of people that know, and they be and they're choosing ignorance to All not do the better. Time. 
But no. We do it all the time. Yeah, we need, you need to stop that. It's not serving your greatest good as African, as a human being, in a relationship, any relationships you're in. It doesn't serve you any greatest good. You know, the landscape is changing. The world is shifting. The world, the, 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 the devil, the evilness, the whatever you want to call it, is being unraveled, and, and, and the cloak is off. The veil is off. The man behind the curtain has been exposed. What are you going to do? You going to roundhouse kick him, move him out the way and take control? Or are you going to sit there and act like you didn't see anything and pull the curtain back and let him keep doing what he's doing? We got to take control, African. We got to take control. This is not from a supremacist perspective. Oh, no. Terry Crews. This, <laughs> this is from a perspective of we get to take control of our equity, our worth. That's right. Our respect, our dignity. Yes. As proud Africans, as proud people, to be just as proud as any other peoples on this soil. That well, get it's to, psychology. That get to enjoy the fruits of what they came to accomplish. We came here, we're going to go to this land of hopes and dreams and mm. all this other bullshit and, and create something. Realize it's kind of funky. All right, well, I'll take this money that I'm getting. Focus on just, this is, I'm just getting this money and I'm sending it back to my family. I'm going to help create something new that wasn't available to me in my country. Mm. Right? Or whatever that gets to look like. Or create my country here with a little bit more opportunities that I have available with. So I get to go home to my culture. I get to go to my community with my culture. I get to go in my house with my culture. I get to go in my schools and in my shops with my culture existing and intact as much as possible. There's a both and for me to exist in this landscape. For speak talking about, you know, the, the Jewish community, the Chinese community, the East Indian community, even Latino community, like all these communities get to experience the depths of their culture, mm -hmm. the depths of their history in some fashion or another, be proud of well, it. Well, for do some of them, it. excuse me, I'm going to cut you across. Okay. For some of those cultures, they're still premature in terms of time. Mm -hmm. See, I'm talking about time is time. I'm talking about some of the before migration. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about some, some of before the uh, Pangea, before the earth broke. I'm talking about some of the before traveling from continent to continent before they got there and they shared because once they got there and even the, the other people, the other accounts of this historical account account, you see that there is remnants of what was passed down. We traveled and we, we stopped here in South America or we stopped here in the Caribbean and you see the remnants of their tribes from Africa here on these soils for those that stayed. And they may have traveled for whatever reason. We don't know what may have caused them to come here. Maybe they traveled here, liked it here, went back and said, oh, we're going to chill and just stayed. Or maybe they got here, broke, boat broke down, and they couldn't get back. Who knows? And then they just said, hey, well, you know what? We'll just stay here. So a tribe that was there, maybe four or 500 of them came over to this land or to this island and stayed here and evolved. And so that's some of what we're seeing now, which is part of why there is the diaspora, right? Because some of us will take it and then drop at different borders, but some of us were already at different borders mm -hmm. when these folks arrived. They went so far as to disease fill and virus bio warfare to the indigenous people on this land to eliminate them. Just call a spade a spade. I'm glad they're tearing down statues but mm -hmm. I, I hear you tell her tearing down Columbus. But let's talk about what Columbus Robert did. And Robert E. Lee and all that. I hear you. But let's talk about what they actually did. And let's talk about the reality that allowed them to teach our children this foolishness for the past how long? Roe v. Wade. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about 
the education that was supporting supporting white-centered supremacy, white-centered consciousness, but also oppressing African-centered possibilities. And this is why it's important for the African to heal the African, make demands that is specific for the African, not against somebody else is not even a part of this conversation. We still, as Africans, we still a part of the human landscape. We still a part of the human landscape. We got black folks on how to sit down and have a conversation around here about these things because they think we saying, oh, we don't want white people. No, if you fight with white people, you haven't begun to struggle. Because this conversation is not about white people. We have to acknowledge what has broken us down and what has caused us harm. And some of the things that help white people has harmed Africans. Let's be clear. Some things that are going to help Africans in the future are diametrically opposed to the things that support white people. But that's for them to deal with because they created this system. Mm. That ain't none of my business. I'm a mind my African business. Okay? And we're going to be over here healing ourselves and they can work on whatever circumstance they need to work on. But you need to be equipped to direct the space. Because in this moment, you've been being led. And that's where I'm at with this right now, African. You need not be being led. We are at a pivotal social shift. And it's important that you get your fair share. Period. As an entity on this human landscape. I really thought you were going to speak. (laughs) I meant to say one thing. But that's my point, family. We're at a pivotal shift right now. And you need to know your knowing so that you make your goals and aspirations a priority. White center consciousness is going to beguile you because they got some things they don't want to deal with. And they're going to continue to make the conversation about what's going to make them comfortable. And this is not a person to person. And white folks don't even need to hold this conversation that way. They need to do exactly what Africans are doing. Go in there, designate, d- d- find out exactly the thing that is not working, go get it, and remove it. Mm-hmm. They need to do exactly that for themselves as Africans should be doing for themselves. And they have to be the authors of it. They will learn how to behave according to how you begin to demand a certain behavior. Certain things are unacceptable in my space, and everybody knows it. It's I don't have to I don't have to speak on it. It's it's coming out of my pores right here. You see that? <laughs> it's certain stuff that just not gonna even happen in my space at all, period. And that's their business. They got to deal with that. That's not my business. We're gonna be here and cohabitate. Certain things are acceptable, and certain things are not acceptable. Columbus and his cronies over that evolution of experience poisoned biochemical warfare on the indigenous of this land with smallpox. Then they made a law telling any and everybody vigilante, John and Jane Q public social condition, go get me the scalps of the indigenous. Mm. We will pay you. I'm just saying. And this is not about slavery. 
This is about assessing the social conditions that created the experiences that we are having today because you need to address them. Because someone was coordinating even those efforts because Columbus was not at the table. He was receiving orders just like the rest of the people. So when they put those smallpox on the indigenous of this land, those were orders that came from someplace. Go and do this. So know that we are in a very pivotal shift right now, African. It is, uh, as Sister Ayana said, it's, it's too early. Wait, it's, it's all, all eerily, eerily synchronistic. synchronistic. Absolutely, yeah. family. But we must acknowledge it and we must address it. Because we don't need to get to the table and start tap dancing with these folks and talking that kumbaya conversation. We did that already, and I'm not here for it. You did that years ago. I'm not here for the kumbaya. The kumbaya got us here. And the kumbaya kept the foot on our neck to the point where our brother Floyd, we watched it coast to coast as this brother's life left his body. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that is not even as bad as it could get. Right, that's insane. It has been worse. Ask our 17-year-old brother, Jesse Washington, that they drug, beat, turn him on fire, cut him, stuck him, dug him. Mm -hmm. He's still alive, trying to climb up the tree, cut his fingers off so he couldn't climb, Mm -hmm. cut his penis off. He's still alive, and they dipping him back and forth in the flame. I want you to consider that. I want you to consider that. And I want you to consider that this was a Sunday pastime of the time. This is a social behavior and a social experience that was engaged with on a weekly or even monthly basis that entertained the people. I'm not at all concerned with nobody's feelings. That boy was 17 years old. And the word is that he may have actually been mentally disabled or uniquely abled but they did this to him i want to talk about emmett till mm-hmm. in a time of the jim crow self when they were actually down there doing all kind of crazy madness to african people that this 14 year old boy choir mouse probably still sucked his thumb had the feels for this white woman so much that he whistling at this white woman Allegedly, to the point where two white men, she goes and gets two white men, I believe one was a brother or a neighbor or something or other, but then at, on her dying bed, she admits that she was lying. Like it matters. Which didn't help a damn thing because both of the offenders were dead. She was dying. Emmett Till was dead. His mother had an open casket so you could look at how they brutalized her baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm not concerned with I'm not concerned with anybody having a conversation about what's suitable for the African. I'm putting my hand in the t- in the front and I don't care what nobody got to say. I'm coming up through here with my Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, pardon me. Excuse me. Um thank you. Excuse me. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> excuse me. Thank you. And I'm going to have me a seat right here. And we're going to have a conversation. I'm not concerned with nobody sensitive. Black folk can't open their mouth, tempered, and and it's still trying to tap dance around the conversation. I'm not concerned with that. You will either figure it out 
or get out of my way. I'm not concerned with that. Because one can win, but what about everybody? I'm talking about 2320. I'm talking about 2320. And this is the event that will reshape the future for our children. If not, Emmett Till died in vain. Malcolm X died in vain. May we all be worthy. May we all be worthy. You don't get to get up every day and put on your nice clothes, grab your Louis V bag and walk up out there. No, you do not. I'm cracking all that down. Here's my rock. Boom, busting that all the way down. We're not having that no more. Because all of that's an act. I'm here to tell you, African, there is a better quality of life available to you. I'm here to tell you that if you didn't know who you was, this is a great opportunity to start building you a new you. That's right. Build you a new you. Definitely so. Let's do this, family. Yeah, so if you're in the comments, let us know. Let um, us know, family. Share the link. Share the link. Let us know. Um, we again, questions still out there. Who? What's a revolutionary look like to you what's in this time or just period? What does that mean? What does it mean to be revolutionary for you, right? Um, and it's something to think about, something to consider, um, and to be with um, within this conversation, looking at you know the landscape of what's going on. We even have to look, you know, um, when you talk about Emma Till, you look at like you know uh, Kendrick Johnson case. The shame of that case with Kendrick Johnson, the young, the young man who was wrapped up and killed, wrapped up in a gym mat, put under the bleachers, and found with all of his organs missing, and then his case labeled as a suicide. Yeah. How? So he dug out his organs and then wrapped himself in a in a in a, in a, in a with mat. A little bit of breath left, he wrapped himself in a mat. With his organs going, so I don't That's know how he's breathing. I don't know how blood was pumping through his body. It's a hard mess, but he man. he he managed to write, and then he had the audacity. Family sues, and they end up throwing the case out and charging the family with paying the legal fees That's of the crazy. defendants that they accused of killing. Their son was brutalized, Kendrick. and then they had to pay the people that killed. They him. were su- and they actually were forced. The judge told them that they have to pay almost three hundred thousand dollars back to the defendants for their legal fees. So if you need to know just how, I'm not, not even unjust, fucked up, this system is. No, the system is not a system. People are the system. Right. People make things happen and people don't make things happen. There are people that are responsible for this behavior. No, we're not having that conversation. We need to know exactly who did it, Mm -hmm. how it got done, and what needs to be addressed. We're not having a tap dance conversation anymore so that people can curtail their responsibility. Absolutely. Unacceptable. Absolutely. So let's be with that African people. Let's be with what's going on in, in, in our space um, and the people in our space, the relationships we keep and the companies we keep um, as we try to get to our, our best our best self looking in this, right? Um, so again, this Wednesday, we have the um, African in Business series. Yes. Continues on with Miss Aisha Karoma of Jinjabia. Jinjabia. We're talking about uplifting the African in business, you know, group economics, African African economics. What does it look like to have our business flourish, to have our best selves flourish um, within this state? And how does that contribute to um, the the betterment of, of of the African people, right? Starting to have our dollars flow within us and looking to us uh, for everything that we need, 
uh, versus a dependency on a system that's never really cared about us, right? And that's in, that's in, in retail and economics, all those pieces to it, right? So let's look let's let's look differently at our landscape, at who's or the Africans in business on our soil, making it happen from clothing to to body products to science to 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 the film to music to every aspect of to home furnishings, science. I didn't mention science. Oh, but you like, mentioned science. I did. You mentioned medical. Um, Sorry, medical. Um, you know, home, like I said, home improvements. Uh, all those aspects, everything we could possibly need, trusting that 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 is is found within our community, mm-hmm. right? So let's let's be with that. We're talking with with uh, the amazing Aisha Karuma, uh, the great supporter of Sound Bites, and we are supporter of her. Uh, so we're going to talk with her this Wednesday. So tune in, nine p.m. Right here, Wednesday. Facebook Live on Wednesday, we will be talking um, to her mm-hmm. and making it happen. So make sure you join us, family. Um, and it's going to be an exciting time. Um, we're going to be talking more information, absolutely. So um, we are here. Uh, this is Soundbites International Radio. Uh, remember, uh, we you know, we we are an independent you know, radio station. We are an independent black-owned business. Right and and through us moving forward, sustainability is key, um, and so we do appreciate any support the family does provide. So we thank you very much for that. Um, so you can support in ways such as um, Cash App as well, if you so choose. Any amount is, is supportive of, of, of the growth um, at Keys Two Soar Keys Number Two S O A R. Yeah. Um, and that's where you can provide support if you feel so compelled. Please uh, continue to share the content, share the videos. Um, and let's let's build the conversation out with with, the, with our family across the globe, right? This isn't just a national thing; it's across the globe. Africa so, so let's do that. Absolutely. Um, At and home and abroad. Absolutely. Um, and make sure to follow us on Instagram. We are available on Instagram, Soundbites International Radio. Uh, so you can follow us. We share more content, more pieces, more videos, more more reflective uh, news stories. Uh, and, and, and pieces and philosophical pieces and pieces from the community that help up move us forward in our landscape, right? So please follow us on Instagram. Um, and also, you can check out our website. Our website, this is soundbites.com. Um, it sound does, uh, we, we, we are continuing to build it out uh, and add more content to it. It's growing. Um, and we'll have more, you know, our details, uh, information available there soon. But please check out the website. That's also a place you can go to be of support and contribution um, to what we're doing. Join our mailing list. Um, and and let's yes, stay connected. Stay in family. the village. Absolutely. Stay committed stay to village. the village. Absolutely, family. So this is Soundbites International Radio. Black Conscious is the claim. One world is the aim. So we're gonna get up out of here for a little bit. Um, we're gonna, we gotta have that bedtime. We gotta have the bedtime. So, so I don't know if Carol's here. We have that bedtime story. We're so, do it. Um, so we want to thank you and um, join us next week. Join us this Wednesday. Right. African in business, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard mm-hmm. Time. And then join us on Monday, 9.30 p.m. on our usual time, Soundbites International Radio, Eastern Standard Time, right here on Facebook Live. Uh, also, remember to follow us on Spotify, uh, Soundbites International Radio, as well as follow us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, please give us, you know, the five-star. We like your Uber drivers. We're driving you around in this conversation Those and this journey. Matter. So five stars and also... Um, you share your reviews. We love your reviews, and, and all of that helps us to push us forward and progress, right? So uh, please remember to follow us on Spotify, Soundbites International Radio, and Apple Music. Uh, no, Apple Podcast, excuse me, at Soundbites International Radio. So um, so we thank you all for joining us. We're going we're gonna to close out, as we do, on a high, in the inf- high, on a high, high note, an infinite note. power, the power of I am. 
with the brother and I, I have great, uh, great support. We appreciate you, good brother. Um, myself and, 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 the, and the one and only AJ Throwback, Joseph Going. So we appreciate you. Um, so this is Summer's International. Uh, rock out with us and let's, and let's, and let's get into it, y'all. Get into the power you are in. I walk the face of the earth with a boldness, which makes people ask, who sent you? I tell them I am. They tell me that's a cute affirmation, but it's not an answer. I reply, listen again. My affirmation is your answer. He's the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the hi-hat. Eternal reflection, I digress. I love me more, never love less. I love me more, never love less. Turn million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny the power of some chocolate mofo, yeah. Anytime I'm on GoPro, never go high home growth. Let the spots with a coke so low. Cause this is what foul morale so flow. So I pissed it fast, pitch it slow. To the cows call home, bro. It didn't make sense. I was told as a child I wouldn't be shit. Revenge on my mind, start flipping the script. They fed me lines, started puking that shit. They treated me different, I embraced that shit. You know the ones that be closest to you to be the family ties. Sacred bonds, seeing plenty murder, dirty, dirty service, little cuz cock up with a dirty burn up a bed. Believe in me a thousand percent Bet I achieve what I was sitting here to get And I couldn't resist Killing these niggas with their toxinness Without a pop and piss or monotonous Told myself I couldn't rock with this Hanging with goofies couldn't get rich True blood suckers couldn't see bliss Couldn't see shits Chris cold face Nigga, nigga, they're wrong I ain't regurgitating, percolating Singing the same song I'm blessed all day long You lame all day long Having a form of godliness But denying the power thereof some people might say I'm washed. Well, they're absolutely right. I am washed. As in washed, cleansed, and purified of the nonsense they tried to attest to my context. I am resilient. I am more than a survivor. I am a thriver. He's the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the hi-hat. Eternal reflection, I digress. I love me more, never love less. I love me more, never love less. Turn million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny the power of Surprised that I ain't lost my mind. Had to take setbacks and learn to weak setbacks. That those I gave jetpacks that no planes don't fly. Now I'm in no space, so wasting my time. Focus my goals into shift paradigms. My get up and go to keep my folks from dying. So I'm in the road with a goal that's refined. Yeah, body with a mean vision. Reflected from every angle through a clean prism. Dark matter reflecting intact, the color was gray. When I lost my mother, found peace inside my queen. And I leaned in on my brothers. Yeah, thoughts was shaping up the grand scheme. I done wrestled to the mat, all my damn demons. In a matter of time, became a champion. Now my everyday marches to do the damn thing. So my angel pack out of the arena, inspire the future leaders with every line of the levers of guards and non-believers. Do what they can't conceive us, love what we do and leave us. Brick, they never see us. Woo! God damn, I'm feeling good, mother. Fuck what they say, I'm doing what they never would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a grasp on your life, yeah. Pay many sacrificial prices. Brody, I'm done playing nice, yeah. They go to recognize who the nice is. From the north to the southeast. Kicking a deserving lane, share about seats. I'm aligned with it, man. You cannot be. Say anything I want, yeah. Turn up. Man, I ain't talking in terms of I wish, I want to, or even I will anymore. 
Only things I proclaim my I do, I have, and I am. I do as my ancestors instruct. I have all I need to affect change, and I am a living magnification of God. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the high hat. Eternal reflection, I digress. I love me more than the loveless. I love me more than the loveless. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny the power of I am.